This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. These are the good old days. Have you heard that song? Felix, we're not starting today's episode with you. Carly Simon. Sorry. It's not happening today. I don't have it in me today. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Ready? What's already happening, Felix? It's already started. The show started already. It's too late. But I want to do the 321. Why 321? No 321. From NPR Music, I'm Felix Contreras. And I'm Ana Maria Sayer. This week, we chatted with one of the people. Oh, that's you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. From NPR Music, this is Alt Latino. I'm Felix Contreras. And I'm Ana Maria Sayer. Let the chisme begin. So, Felix, this week, we're talking to someone that I think is maybe... She's, like, up there on my list of people I have been maybe most excited to talk with on this show just because the idea of getting to get, like, a little peek into her brain... I mean, she's brilliant, she's amazing, she's prolific, vocalist Anna Tiju. I have been a fan of her since even before we started the show. She's one of the very first interviews I did in this world of Latin alternative, uh, what we called Latin alternative back then. Like, oh God, it was like 2009 or so. Right about the time she just... When I was born. (laughs) (laughs) You were like nine years old back then. Could have been 10. She's a major force and a major voice in Latin music. For those that don't know, she got her start as a member of the hip-hop group Maquisa in Chile, and she first made a name for herself here in the U.S. in 2010 with that second solo album she released. It was called 1977. <laughs> She's got so much to say. She's one of those people that like every single thing has been thought about and all of the music is like her channeling her like millions of heady ideas that she probably thinks about on a daily basis. And when you think about the fact that she's been doing that for so long, going back to the earliest days of Latin Alternative, and when she was out there with groups like Bomba Stereo and Calle Trece, you know, we once did a show with her and Calle Trece at uh, at a park in Brooklyn there were people lined up outside to see both bands. She's long established herself as part of the music and and in a genre that's more than just music because back in the early days of Latin alternative, that alternative, it was more than just a description of music. It was a statement about identity and I, an alternative to the cultural and musical traditions and a way for fans to identify themselves. It was really, really a big deal to be alternative in a world where your parents grew up something completely different, right? And that's so Anna. Exactly. She's so alternative. She's so punk. She's so cool. She's like the coolest, nerdiest kid ever. And 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 there's so many things that make her unique. Like, it's not even just that. It's not just that she was a rapper because she's not just a rapper. That girl can sing. And her music always 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 has a message she was born in france to parents who actually had to leave chile in exile 
during the Pinochet dictatorship. She returned to Chile as a teenager, and as the kid of activist parents, she made it her mission to sing protest into existence. She refused to be silent. Ten years ago, she released her album Vengo, and then nothing for ten years. No new album. She dropped several singles here and there, including that great Antifa dance from 2020. But still, there was no new record for 10 years, which is why this new record called Vida is such a big deal. Not just for her, but for her fans and for the music scene in general, because it's a major, major statement. I know you've been really excited about this one, Felix. So much of her life story has been widely known, and even more so after she published an autobiography called Sacar la Voz in 2023. In her new album, it covers even more personal ground. It was obviously time to catch up with her. And catch up is a great word because, like I said, I've been talking to her since 2009, and we've done interviews different places in Austin, on the show, different things over the years. So it was really a great opportunity to literally catch up. And Anna, you two hit it off before we even started the interview. Okay, I tried to explain this to you guys before she came when I realized her name was Anna Maria with the Anna and the Maria together, no space. I was like, this is, I don't know if I've ever met someone in my life that has this name. And I swear there was something about that Anna Maria energy. A lot of what she says about joy and protest and holding those two things together, it really resonated with me. Ana Maria Energy. Okay, I'm going to remember that, all right? Keep that. File Keep that it, away, right? Okay, check it out, everybody. Listen to how the interview started, because these guys became BFFs right from the start. Check it out. Wait, your name is Ana Maria Saire? Yes. We're both, we're two Ana Marias, and mine is Junto también. I was, like, so shocked. I'm really Ana Maria with, in one word. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. That's what I said. <laughs> we got to take our drink together. <laughs> that's crazy. That's what I was you're telling first, I was like, you're the first one in the world that I know. No, people. That's what I'm saying. Is no one understands. I'm like, no, no, no. Junto. It's like exactly the same. And no why they put that, that, I don't that know. together? I don't know. Why did your parents do it? <laughs> they was drunk, I guess. So they took drugs. <laughs> or they want to make I some think, difference. <laughs> I think that's exactly what happened. I'm like, you guys. Why did you do this? This is not normal. Super like, bizarre, huh? Yeah. It was my abuela. It was her idea. She's crazy, so I don't know. So one day we got to go to drink something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're destined to be best friends. That's Please. <laughs> You're my sister right now. <laughs> thank you so much for taking time to do this, Anna. I know it's a big deal. And no, very, thank very, you, very... Corazón. It's, it's good to see you again. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Felix has gotten to talk to you a million times, but I'm my like, sister. Oh my of God. course, she's excited. Yeah, it's like, of family course, my long lost sister. We gang. finally talk at last. <laughs> you guys are long lost sisters. Anna, we've been doing this off and on over the for going back to your first record, 1977, when your first uh, album here in the U.S. came out. We've been doing this for a long time, and we catch up every now and then. We do interviews. We catch up because things have been going on. This is your first album in 10 years, so we haven't talked in a while. Where have you been? What's been going on? 
becoming older, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, it's crazy because I, I, everybody, that's happened a lot of time. It has been 10 years, 10 years. It's like, wow, time's going. That's been passing so fast that I didn't even realize how fast has been everything. But at the same time, come on. I didn't feel the time in the same way, I guess. Come on. And and when and in my case I feel I'm more slow perhaps in, in comparison with my other colleagues in music. And um I was needed at that time. So and it was a lot of touring, I've been mother, I had a kid before, then a a mother once again. So it was a lot of information in my head, in my personal life. So I was needing ten ten years, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I always find really fascinating, the language of how people talk about musicians taking breaks. Like, oh, what else could they possibly be doing besides making another record? And it's like a, a probably five million things. Like yes. you're a person, too. And, and you have been very active. Like you've been playing shows. You wrote a book. I mean, you're such like a renaissance woman is how I would put it. You're an artist in so many different ways. And so... I guess what why come back to music is, Thank is you. really what I want. I mean, know. I mean, music never leaves us. We're it's part of of the the the, the routines and it's part of the the el cotidiano of what we do every day. Even if we don't produce, we listen music or it's part of of our uh, intimacy and family and whatever. So and yes, there is about and I think is the is the is the velocity of the industry where you got to do doing music. Faster and faster and more and more and more. And um, I don't know. I even didn't feel it was 10 years. For me, it was like yesterday. So that, that was they call in, in I think, in, in philosophy, like el tiempo, the geometric uh, time. is Sometimes, you know, when uh, you have an amazing moment and you feel that it was super short. It was, ah, it was so fast. Mm -hmm. And then when you there is pain, you feel that it's super long. And in reality, it was... Mm -hmm super short so it is a conception about about time and uh, but i understand that there is also this pressure of the industry where some people say oh you have been disappeared where you have been well i've been here i didn't disappear like it's just that i guess that the industry need also like to be all super produced productive and that's depend a lot of the personality of each if artist and some artists are very quick other are more slow other need, need more time and like that it's not it's not a is a is not a, a curb. Uh, it's like it's natural to to go and up and down with with the BPM per minute of of emotion and what we live in life. I guess. Hmm. Is is music for you that that slow period, or does it go by fast? Like, does making music for you is it that slow, painful, slow time process, or does it go by quickly? It depends a lot. It depends a lot. And I, I, I I've been. I've got friends of mine that really like the moment of the studio, you know, you know, record and and be there and the magic. In my case, what I prefer is perform. I prefer that than than to be on the studio. It's not that I don't like it. It's just super. It's a very different energy. Um, uh, I love the imperfection. So I think that to be in a sh in, in live show uh, give you those those uh, possibility to to live uh, bizarre moments um, and moment that you never thought that was going to happen in a studio in some way not every time of course is more quadriculado more uh, prepared 
As, as you've gotten older that you have made the industry fit into your life as opposed to you fitting your life into the industry and maybe and, and as a result you know there's this long break in between albums because you just maybe you just weren't ready to do it or it wasn't the time yet yes I, I guess it was not a time it was not a time like and I, I think I guess we're always trying to fit in some in some in some way and it I guess it's normal. But I always have been curious about people that doesn't fit anywhere, even at school. I feel, you remember at school, like all, all the time with the nerds, for me, are the more interesting people. Do you identify with that, though? Is that you? Of course, because I feel some a lot of time, like, um, I feel I identify because some, a lot of time, even today, I I, I feel sometimes like I, I don't fit anywhere, even as a mother or talking with mothers and Sometimes I fit, sometimes I don't fit at all. Or even when I was younger, I, I used to think like when I will be more than 40, I will have a certain kind of personality and I will dress in some way. And now that I got 46, I say everything that I thought that was going to be is totally different. I feel that like I didn't change so much. I dressed almost the same. I listened to the same music. I laugh about the same stupidities. So I think what's changed is like the the is other stuff, but the 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 essence and the DNA is the, is the same. Is the same. And sometimes we left I, a lot of of us around the world. I feel we are we feel sometimes uh, immigrants everywhere all the time. Like we fit, but we don't fit. Sometimes we fit, and sometimes we don't fit. That's why we fit with other people that doesn't fit. And we, the, all the people that doesn't fit, fit in another place, which is another place. And I think that's the magic of the music also. How is that reflected in music? For example, in this album, like, did how was that reflected? And what was that process for writing this record like? I mean, Vida is, is an album that I wanted to do because a lot of people that I appreciate so much passed away in a very short time. Like, a lot of people died one after other. It was like... Poof, poof, poof. So of course it's, it's hard because we're never prepared to say goodbye. We're never pr prepared to lose people that we love. Um, even if the only knew that that was going to happen, we're all going to die. That's, my father always told me like, you will never could uh, escape from uh, taxes and death, Anna. <laughs> I didn't say, okay, he's right about that, you know? And, and... Taxes, maybe. <laughs> yes. I guess <laughs> so, and, and and I think this album I wanted to make like for me an homage, un homenaje, uh, for life and what's me life, and it, this is just a moment. Perhaps I'm beginning to be super hippie, but that's the the lesson that I learned after all those people 
passed away. But that's, they are together in another, in another place, in another different uh, perspective of un plano. But um, and I wanted to dance so much. I wanted to be dance and laugh so much. Like I was needing that energy uh, about laughing, and I wanted to remember a lot of them, of of, of those moments of joy and 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 vitality. I guess because I think there is not contradiction at all about uh, these these words that I really love and 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 I didn't invite is me I didn't invite it uh, but that uh, resuenan mucho en mí that is alegre rebeldía we are full of humanity and humanity and to fight for the right doesn't mean that we get to be all, all the time like you know uh, in that energy of and we need to to continue to walk and to continue to stand up uh to to find that energy of of joy and i know it's hard i know it's hard and i'm talking for myself also because all the energy give if if you if you if you if you want to see what happened really that because some people i live in this fake joy that where everything is but they don't want to see what happened in the world which is not my case i'm trying to be to inform about what happened what happened a little bit all around the world. I'm not just by to know where where I stand up in this in this planet Earth. But that doesn't mean that as that I don't want to dance and I don't, don't want to try to give that message uh with vitality. And I think vitality is one of the most beautiful stuff that had we had as a human being. And I I meet so many different people touring and, and traveling and people that really like uh, inspire me has been sometimes like all the people full of vitality vitalis vitalis fighting fighting standing up for what they think that is is fair it can be for ecology or their community and they're full of joy laughing a lot all the time even when even when everything is um uh is complex you know there is always that moment where we need that energy of 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 uh of of this movement, this movement, you know, and uh, and I think lucidity, la lucidez, it is a big fight for, uh, in in those times. Lucidity and and calm in the middle of the the chaos. So vida is perhaps I'm saying that right now because I'm when you made an album. I don't know if it's so. I I didn't think so. I think about it, but it was more energy. But now I feel yes, I was. I, I go through so many sad moments and I was needing to make something to dance and to think at the same time, for me, at least, or what I consider to dance. Creo que para mí, no? We'll be back with this conversation with Ana Tijoux right after this. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Bluehost. Try Bluehost Cloud, the hosting plan made for WordPress creators by WordPress experts. With 100% uptime, fast load times, and 24-7 support, your sites can handle high traffic spikes. Visit bluehost.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. 
This message comes from NPR sponsor CarMax. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because CarMax believes you shouldn't just settle for a car, you should love your car. That's why every car they sell has CarMax certified quality, so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. Don't settle, find love at first drive. Start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This message comes from NPR sponsor Made in Cookware. Did you know that many popular dishes in Tom Colicchio's craft restaurant are made in Made in Cookware? Their carbon steel cookware combines the best of cast iron and stainless clad, gets super hot, and is tough enough for grills or open flames. Remember what great dishes on menus worldwide have in common. They're made in Made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from the 18th until the 27th. Visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. And we're back to our conversation with Ana Tiju. Mi piel es morena, mis ojos negros, negro y azabache, descendiente de mi abuelo, en mi tez madera, que corre por mis venas, y el cuero que te suena, viene de mi tierra, vine de tan lejos, con solo lo opuesto, crucé tantas aguas, varios desiertos, llevo en la boca, parte de mi cielo, por donde camine, por todo mi duelo. Mi pie es cansado, pero lleno de sueño, acá los cortaron acusándome de quitar empleo, no es que por no entro, mi cuerpo entero, canta libertad, mientras tú matas a mi pueblo. Que limpie lo malo, que se apague el fallo, que bote todo lo de que lo limpie todo, que llueva la vida. Years ago, when I had a chance to interview you at South by Southwest, we did a live interview in front of an audience, and you had a baby in a stroller back then. She's so big. <laughs> She's my baby. Big baby. I'm curious to know, as a parent, like what your kids listen to musically, and then how, do, how does that impact you? Do you get ideas from them? It's super interesting. My, my older kid uh, listens a lot of Bossa Nova, Brazilian music. He's got 18, 80, and he's on a lot of Cortex. Um, what do you have been listening to right now? Uh, Cortex, and then Griselda, classic, like the most rap stuff, Griselda. He really like also Thundercats. Uh, and then other stuff that I don't know, like more perhaps some trap stuff that I listen with him. He showed me uh, Smino, and I fall in love with Smino instantly. <laughs> and he showed me that. I was like, whoa, what? What is that? And my younger daughter, she lo- she, she's, she's, she's got her own playlist. So, so she listened to a lot of... Uh, the James Brown, Nina Simone, and but then she loved mm-hmm. the African new pop artist. Uh, and uh, I don't know the names, but she got her playlist and and now she likes jo- Doja Cat. She's fan of Doja Cat on this moment because there <laughs> is this TikTok dance. <laughs> so it's funny. Does it take you back to when you were their age and then listening to the music that you liked, but then also, because I know you and I, we've talked about our love for jazz that you got from your parents. Does it take you, when you see them listening to their music, does it take you back to when you were their age? Yes, because there is nothing, I think music got that magic. Uh, You get so many different amazing artists that you can listen. It can be pianists, jazz artists, and and I think my kids got also that... that, uh, that sensibility, and they show me new music also, and, and I'm super open to listen. Sometimes I say, yes, I like this one, yes, more, less, more, that one, yes, so. 
is 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 a, is a infinite universe uh, to listen and to open your soul to so many songs amazing songs that change your life it is interesting how as you're naming all these these artists i'm like oh i, I actually can hear a little bit of that in viva and a little bit of that and like a little bit just like little snippets of it. it's like there's this almost like r&b hip-hop trap like there's a lot of that present on the record so i i wonder if you're conscious of that at uh, that influence in some ways well uh, perhaps now because i did I, i just made it i i was with energy i need to dance i need to dance like but uh i think now perhaps that the album is end right now i say okay that was the energy of the album So not too long ago, your project before this record was you worked on a book, Sacar la Voz. And we're, we've been talking all about that because we're like, oh, Anna, she does everything. She's a writer. She's, nah, she does a lot of things. But I, but I was needing to, yes, to, to write, but not a writer. But, but the energy of Sacar la Voz and Vida, like those feel like a little bit like two distinct places for you mm, I mean you keep different. talking about Vida being in this headspace of just wanting to dance and be joyful and Sacar La Voz feels a lot more like there's an urgency there what what was that shift in expression for you what was that shift in, in sentimiento what was that like for you super interesting because to write that book for me was almost to 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 understand a lot of of and and to expose I guess uh vulnerability vulnerability and to not be ashamed about that, because I guess we all got that in some place. And and I think when I made the 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 the, the book, I was relieved in, in some way. I was like, okay, I made it. I I really I was reading because I was very frustrated for a long a long time because I was not doing an album, the whole album, and then I was like feeling bad with myself. Like I'm do I'm not producing, I'm being lazy, I'm being slow, I'm being, and all these guilt that we all got, you know. And then I realized that it was made in the book, really. It's not that, it's not that was, I was not doing nothing. I was touring and making the book in the same terms. And to write a book, for me, it was almost to enter in the most deep and and to have the possibility to, to open dark stuff. It was, wow, what I didn't make this before. It was liberator in all sense. And I invite everybody to write. Um, I think it's one of the most beautiful uh, experience because it's very intimate uh, you are alone with yourself in silence, or you can listen to music, whatever. But it's a side, it's a it's a moment of um, go inside for me, which is very different from music. Uh, even if, if with music you go inside to 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 find emotion, you always like even the the fact that you you trying voices like so there is outside writing is there is no voice, it's an internal voice, and to enter in that uh, dimension. Wow, uh, uh, I was wow. This is amazing. I really enjoyed it, and I cried a lot. What did you discover about yourself by going deep inside like that? Uh, I, 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 I began to write a lot about me myself when I was a kid, and I said, "This is super interesting to talk about Ana Maria Nina, like how I used to see the world and to r- travel on through time, like with that." 
how I used to see everything, how I used to to see people and how I used to go, I don't know, in the house of friends of my parents and see the table or, or the or the spoon, everything, every day with a lot of details. So this uh, travel through, through, through memories, I think that was uh, give, make me learn a lot about myself in some way, I guess. Yes, almost like that. You named it after your earlier record, obviously, Sacar la Voz, but I'm, I'm so intrigued by that because I, I wonder, like, who is Sacando la Voz? In this situation, is it different from, from what originally inspired you to write the record after the same name? Did it feel, like, external, internal? Like, what was calling you to, to, to speak? Because I guess there is also that voice, so of course, that voice that with, with what I'm listening to right now, but there is also that internal voice, um, that voice that talks to you all the time, I don't know, and also boycott you and, and make you see stuff and think stuff that doesn't happen really, but your brain. And, and between the brain and the voice, it was super interesting that, that dialogue that between brain and, vo and the voice, what I, what I think, what I, what I see, what I feel, how I feel, what I want to feel, what I want to say, how I want to say, and and uh, I guess that in some way to write lyrics has, is super different, because even if I don't know, I'm always trying to 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 find the chorus or the pre-chorus and how to make the enganche, you know. And with that, it was I was not trying to find uh, never a chorus, just rhyme, mm -hmm. and with with no destiny in some way. Wow, mm -hmm. life doesn't have a chorus. <laughs> just flows. There is a there is a bunch of chorus in one life, so it's too much chorus. It's a bunch of chorus together. <laughs> Disjointed choruses. What did your kids think of the record? Emilia danced all the time. And she always say, "That's my song." Oh no, no, that's my song. No, that's my song. That's my song. See, she's 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 young, so she always uh, like como. She's like those those soul that always wow, like uh, contemplating and and como se dice alucina como asombro. Como se dice asombro asombrada, no? But with life, so she's always. Oh, I like that song, and yes, my mom. She's begin to sing, and she invades in song, and and Luciano is more calm. He's a, another age, so he's support me, but he's more quiet. He's not that energy. They are very different. Like Luciano is more. Look at me. I say, mommy, I love you. Oh, I'm proud of you. That's it. Each other with that child that we all got in that box, you know. Como, just that the 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 the. I guess that society, you need to forget about that kid and be adult and super interesting and talk with that voice and my big <laughs> su success in life, you know? And I think what she's interesting, oh, did you see that? No, that's happened. Yes. <laughs> like this, the velocity of <gasps> el asombro. And, and I love that energy. I think it's, it's magic. It's a magic uh, flavor for life. I love it. Uh, to me, it's like, this is the ultimate to be joyful, to be childlike, to be a little bit like unfiltered, it's like the most rebellious thing you can do. I had an amazing conversation with a friend of mine 
which I mean, se llama Ivan. He's a clown. And that clown uh, make a lot of uh, talleres. How do you say talleres? Um, Workshops. Workshop, yes. In uh, humanitarian places, uh, in uh, refugees camp. And he once he told me something that I was thinking a lot. He say, our, our best revenge against death is life. And I think in those moments we need to rethink about what is life and what kind of life we want and how we want to work together for humanity. So perhaps that's the idea of what I wanted with that album also, about life and the meaning of life. Always a great conversation talking to you. Lindo. Thank you so much for Thank doing this. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad that I meet another Ana Maria. She copied me. She's <laughs> copying me. I thought I, I was think the that only must one. be where they got it. I think they were like, I'm not so special oh, anymore. I mean, Ana Maria, one day we're going to take a drink and really, and we're going to check mm -hmm. because I've got a, I know what, what my, how, why, why my name is that, that uh, they put me like that, but I will tell you. Personalmente. Oh, you'll have to tell me. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. To uh, I'm, thank you so much. vamos a parar. You have been listening to Alt Latino from NPR Music. Our producer for this episode is Joaquin Kotler with production support from Isabella Gomez Sarmiento. Our editor is Hazel Sills, and the woman who keeps us on track is Grace Chuck. Thank you to Soraya Mohammed for her wisdom and guidance. And our Jefe-in-Chief, Keith Jenkins, VP of Music and Visuals. I'm Felix Contreras. And I'm Ana Maria Sayer. Thank you for listening. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Delta Airlines. When you think about it, Half the trips the world takes are trips home, home, what we all eventually long to get back to, no matter what took us away to begin with. Those at Delta know that, because all 100,000 of them are, above all, travelers just like you. It's why they try to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit com slash NPR and save an additional $200. Drake and Kendrick Lamar have been lobbing some serious accusations at each other. You've probably heard the diss tracks and wondered, what's just a low blow and what's actually criminal? I'm Brittany Luce, host of It's Been a Minute from NPR, and I'm getting into what's art and what's worthy of criminal investigation and who those accusations hurt the most on It's Been a Minute from NPR.